Hello and welcome to Pass the Sticks on Oso Radio. I'm your host Fonz here, and I'm joined by my uh, my normal uh, co-host. Yes, Wendell. How's it going? How's it going, man? Can't call it. How about you? I can't complain. Just enjoying this very, 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 very hot weather. Very, very <laughs> hot weather. Just, I don't. I, mean, I really can't take it. Right. I I I rather take this than uh, that winter we just had. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm never trying to go back to that that really cold weather. Nope. I'd rather be able to just go ahead and strip than throw on more layers sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah. Um, also, it's a very happy Father's Day to all. Uh, happy Father's Day to my dad out there, uh, Big Al, and uh, to all the fathers out there that it also applies to. Um, for a day like this, if uh, for those that don't have like the father in their life, just go ahead and say, uh, give a call to like a man in your life that uh, you appreciate, like your uncle, your grandfather, your cousin, teacher, professor, anybody. Uh, just tell them that you uh, appreciate what they've done for you and just tell them thank you. Life is definitely too short. Did you hear about that guy? Uh, the Star Wars, uh, Star Trek guy. Yes. He got killed in a car accident, 27. 27, yeah. It, life is too short to be holding grudges sometimes. Definitely. Oof. So appreciate your family and friends, folks. Definitely. And shout-outs to all the fathers today. Like um, my man's Alfonso said, keep him close. It's dangerous out here, especially going around in the city. You know, when it's hot, it gets crazy. Yep. So. As uh, the words of one great uh, Curtis Jackson would say, the summertime is the killing season. It's hot. This it's hot over here. That's a good enough reason. <laughs> the great Curtis Jackson, right there. <laughs> the great Curtis Jackson. Yep. Man, that's, that's Twenty-five cents. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Fifty cents. Fifty cents. <laughs> right. Yeah. Twenty-five cents. Yeah. Right. So, uh, man, it's been a interesting week, uh, to say the least. Yeah. So we've had. Uh, we're gonna do our, I guess, our gaming talk first. Okay. We're probably gonna come back to it eventually because we're gonna probably have more to talk about that. But uh, we also had some uh, interesting basketball that happened uh, this not, week as well. Uh, and then we had... I uh, have so much to say about that game. But I'll leave that till later. There was two games that happened. Uh, the first game... That was on Monday. Yeah. Matt, you're talking about... Uh, this whole series is... A, we'll, we'll come back to it. We'll come yeah, back we'll come back. We'll come back. So, yeah. Um, let's go ahead and talk about some of the uh, stuff that went on this week in the gaming area. Because we had E3. The, uh, was it the Electronic Entertainment Expo? Yeah. Yeah, cool. I still remember that. <laughs> and so, um, pretty much, publishers, developers, gaming companies, everybody alike, just come on out and they pretty much put out the big guns. They, they're going to show off what's going on for this year and probably for the next foreseeable future, probably within the next like year and a half or so. So, uh, we had Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo as the big three that uh, display some stuff. And then you had like EA... Square Enix and a bunch of other companies that uh, and Ubisoft as well that showed off like a bunch of uh, the things that they've like been working on. So I think it was Microsoft that was first in the uh, that was Monday morning or afternoon. Yeah, it was Monday morning. Yeah, so they announced the uh, Microsoft. I mean, yeah, the Xbox One S. Uh, continue, cause I, I I'm gonna cut into them. So <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I'm trying to remember anything else that they've like reviewed. They uh they showed Halo Wars. Yeah, they oh yeah, yeah so they showed Halo Wars 2, which is a uh was it an expansion? It's a RTS. Yeah, RTS. Man, I'll I'll tank that. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's an RTS as in like, you know, you manage everything in real time. It's a real time simulator and you just manage everything going on like almost like the Sims, like uh, folks that remember that those games. 
and so yeah, there's that. Um, True. I mean, they they show some gameplay for Final Fantasy 15, which is a cross-platform, multi-platform game, uh, which looks very interesting. Like Final Fantasy 15 looks like it's just gonna be the hotness for me because they had like a really amazing like boss fight just with the scale of the characters. Here for it. I don't know. It wasn't really much for Microsoft. Really, they, like, they showed uh, they showed a couple more things. They showed um, the Age of Pirates. That was actually kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. I actually was one of the games I liked um, besides Scalebound, which is coming out. Yeah, now Scalebound. That's mainly because that's done by the company that I love most right, right now, Platinum Games. Yeah. yeah, they they mess up on the game here and there, but man. The way they do action Their is... combat is unparalleled. It's right unparalleled. Now. Like, yeah, Bayonetta 2 is still the standard for, like, how you should do an action game. Yeah, yeah, I agree on that. Yep. Um, they also showed... Uh, I said good, but they showed the Final Fantasy 15 demo, what it looks like, Shadow of Colossus. Yeah. They showed um, Forza Sport. Mm-hmm. They also showed a couple other... Uh, Guilds of War 4, which yeah. comes out in September. Um, that actually looks pretty, pretty cool. Um, they show mine. Tra- <clears throat> excuse me, Minecraft. Were you about to say mine trash? Yes, my trash. They <laughs> <laughs> so they show Minecraft. They bought that, and of course they released two information about two new consoles that they're coming out with, which makes no sense. But well, I'll, I'll so let I, you. I, have a, I actually have a feeling because, or a thing about this, because between them and Sony coming out with the console, it seems like probably by next year. Mm-hmm. And of course, Nintendo's going to be dropping their console next year. Basically, what it seems like, because um, I remember the president of uh, Sony was speaking about how he wants to make sure that people don't leave consoles for PCs. And I think he tends to forget that people don't really tend to leave consoles because of how sim- simple it is. Right, right. Like you don't want to have to worry about upgrading to make your your uh, computer look the best or run the best every single year or really every couple months. Right. And so the simplicity of consoles is just like you turn it on, you play it. Like that's kind of one of the reasons why we all enjoy it that much. Exactly. And it's pretty cheap for the most part. Yeah. But uh, what I think we don't, I think what we forgot is that like when the Xbox 360 came out, that was actually on par, if not ahead of PCs back then in like, what, 05, 06? It was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, because the 360 came out just four years after the OG Xbox. Right, right. Which is, I have to say that because of how they, they really stupidly named this console. <laughs> Xbox One. Yeah. Because it's the all-in-one entertainment right. system. Uh, and then the PlayStation 3 had the, um, the new cell technology that yeah. they were releasing that made that console way too expensive. I bought it too when it was like $700 something. Yeah. But, yeah, y'all are uh, crazy. Hey, I, I needed it. I saw fun. And it's funny because the only reason I bought that Final console. Fantasy Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's for 13 and versus 13. And... Dang. We see how that worked out, but that's and, fine. I, I'm not. And if people don't purchase. know, Final Fantasy Versus 13 is what is known as Final Fantasy 15. Mm, yeah. So yeah, it's been about 10 years of that <laughs> game being worked on. It worked, on. man. But uh, Microsoft, what they did, which oh, and they also focused a lot on Windows 10. I, yeah, which they, like we were, mm. we're just like one of the reasons why we started so late. It's because Windows 10 has been jacking everybody's laptop, computer, <laughs> everybody. It's been jacking everybody's stuff up. Right. Like, if, because uh, it's been like, didn't it automatically update on your laptop? Like, yeah. Yeah, it didn't even like really give, give you a choice. It was just like, yo, Windows 10, <laughs> you're welcome. And like, everybody's stuff is like kind of breaking. 
and it's not really working the best, or it's like not really as efficient. And they're trying to shove that down everybody's throat, but yep. it's not a bad operating system. It's, it's, it's a lot better than Windows 8, but uh, I digress. Going forward with these consoles that they decided to release at the s- information about at the same time, the same conference, which makes no sense, like I said. Why would it, they released um, information about the Xbox One Slim, mm-hmm. which is going to be about $299. Yeah. Um, it's a slimmer version of the original Xbox it's One. It's small. Right. It's really, really Real short. Small. It's like compact. Yeah. It's actually, that was actually a good idea how they it released was. the system. I was actually very impressed with it. And I would have been fine with that if they had all the information they released. Right. However, they also gave us more information about the Xbox Scorpio, which comes out next year. So, in turn, what they did was they destroyed all hype for the Xbox Slim. Right. Because if anybody was even on the fence about buying an Xbox One or wanting to upgrade their systems, you're more or less waiting. Right. They're stuck in the last generation. They would wait an extra year because one, to save money, two, I'm going to get a better system. Right. So, I don't know why they would just release that information in the same conference. I think one of my fears is that we're probably going to get to a console generation that's only going to last four years. Mm -hmm. And depending on the greed of these companies, because I feel like Sony can do this. They're going to go, all right, I mean, of course, they talked about the PlayStation 4 Neo, which is going to be pretty much basically a brand new console, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be mainly pushing towards we're going to do 4K display. And if people don't know 4K display, just think of HD 1080p, I, whatever. Just multiply it by four. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like I've seen it at Best Buy. I that's one of the reasons why I don't really care for 4K television because it was like, <laughs> yeah, my console don't even run 4K. <laughs> so what the heck am I buying all right. this for? And it's funny because the PS4 in turn can run 4K. It's just they can't do 30 frames. They can only do 30 frames yeah. at most. So the new Neo, which I applaud Sony for not releasing any info about so we don't yeah, know when just, it's coming out. they just out. said there's a name. Right, there's a name, and they didn't even bring it up at E3, which is what I think Microsoft should have done. Um, basically, that's going to be the the, uh, the same thing as the Scorpio. It might be a little less stronger than the Scorpio, but it's it's going towards VR and 4K display. Yeah. So that being said, you killed Microsoft in turn just killed all its Xbox One systems. Do you remember the Sega Saturn? Yes. Okay. And you remember the Sega 32X? Yes. Or whatever. And all they, those really ridiculous, uh, <laughs> right? Like DLC, pretty much compartments that you bought with your what? Right. Your uh, Sega Genesis. Exactly. So the Sega 32X is that it had a little compartment which you could add more games to, and I think it, did it have a CD? I don't think it had a CD reader. It did. It did. No, you could you could buy a CD reader. Right. You could you could buy a CD reader yeah. for it. And you can add all these things to make it um, in tune with today's technology. Well, back then to that. And then, like, Sega announced that. And then a couple months later, or another year later, they came out with the Saturn. That, in turn, destroyed both <laughs> systems. Because... It destroyed the Genesis. <laughs> the Genesis. And then it destroyed the greatness that was going to become the Dreamcast. Oh, yeah, they did do that, too. Yeah. And it destroyed the Saturn because no one... Oh, yeah. People were confused as to what to buy, yep. for one. Two, it was they both came out within the same time span, and it separated the sales. So they lost money on everything, and that's what, and in turn, Sega kind of tanked. And that's kind of what Microsoft is doing now. Yeah. You just released to me this information about a Scorpio. I mean, not Scorpio Slim. The Slim. Which, honestly, I was going to buy. I was curious. <laughs> I was like three hundred dollars. I was like, uh, uh, it actually looks pretty good. I can't really go against that, and yeah. especially all of these games that I kind of want to play, like Scalebound and everything. Yeah. And then you told me, oh, 
but why do that when you can have the Scorpio? You're right. Why yeah. would I? <laughs> exactly. Why am I not just gonna wait? Why wouldn't I just wait? Yeah. I, okay, I'll just wait till I get the Scorpio. So it it's gonna kill a lot of sales, and that was unfortunate on Microsoft's part because it had a very solid uh, like showing. Didn't really like wow you like right, right, all right. so much, but it was just like okay, that was solid. That was like a solid like six and a half, maybe seven out of ten. Like it wasn't bad. It wasn't really super great or anything like that, but it was solid. Right. And. Uh, Honestly, it, if they hadn't released information about the Scorpio or the Slim and just did one and the other, it could have been in the running for a winner of the conference because yeah. not Nintendo or Sony really didn't wow me. Sony wowed me. Well, <laughs> it was... I mean... One, one game really wowed me, but I already knew it was coming. But outside of that, the conference in general for, for the uh, exclusives weren't really the best. Um... Well, there's, not, there's one intriguing. Uh, you talking about for Sony? Yeah. Oh, there's one. Uh, that Spider-Man game. Yeah. Yeah. I remember <laughs> last week you told me that there was going to be a. You mentioned that there was going to be a certain superhero. Yep. With a game, and I thought immediately thought like, what does Sony own? I'm like exactly. Spider-Man. Exactly. And, and you you refuse to tell me. I'm like, so it has to be Spider-Man. So the next thing I thought, who's going to make the game? And then when I saw Insomniac Games, I was like, oh my god. I actually have a lot of faith in this game. Oh yeah, the people that made Infamous and Ratchet & Clank. Are exactly. Ones. And um, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, Sunset Overdrive. Wow, yeah. So hopefully they can do what to Spider-Man what uh, Rock City did to Spider-Man. I yeah. have a lot of faith in this project. And I hope it comes out next year so I can capitalize on Homecoming. True. So, yeah, true. We'll see. But yeah. But uh, back to Microsoft. Um, I... You kind of messed up. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. the best thing I can say to you. I mean, yeah, because then on the opposite side, Sony was just like, "We have games." Yeah, that's it. Games, 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 games. games, games, games. games. Nintendo kind of did that too. I mean, I mean, they were just like, "We got two games that y'all really want to see." <laughs> exactly. Here's all of the information you want. <laughs> right. But before we get to Nintendo, Sony they they showed off their new VR. Mm-hmm. They gave a price point and a release date. So I do appreciate that. So that's going to be September, and that's going to be four hundred dollars. Yeah. Which I'm probably gonna buy it. Yeah, I know between you and my friend Dan, I'll have somebody to, to go over there and crash and like try it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's Final Fantasy 15, which is coming out. Is that September as well? September 30th. Yeah, that's um, um, it's coming out right, pretty much this whole like that whole time of the year as uh, a friend Paige called it broke tober. <laughs> yeah, broke-tober. it's gonna be struggle. Like, it, it, all of these good games are coming wallet, out in September, like late September. October, the whole month of October, and then November. My wallet Just, is already mad at me. Yeah, call it Broketober. But, yeah, that's a that's a pretty... Oh, did you hear the information about Final Fantasy XV, how long it's going to be? Did not. Okay, it's the, the main story is going to be 50 to 60 hours. Oh, yep, we here. And the side quests are 150 hours. Woo! So and that's a, about and I'm a eight man, or nine days that... I'm a man that loves <laughs> some side quests, too. I'm, that's about eight or nine days... Guys probably won't hear from me. Yeah. So, yeah. So, see, because I completed, I think I'm only like I was one mission away in Final Fantasy 13 mm-hmm. for beating that game 100. percent I couldn't get past it. It actually put me to sleep. Like, I understand that <laughs> game has the longest tutorial ever. Uh, I got like to, 15 hour tutorial. I think I got to the open world part with all the dinosaurs and things, and then I got a little bit past that, and then just, I couldn't do it anymore. Oh, it was, see, yeah. When bad. I when it got to the open world part, I was like, "Bro, I'm never leaving this." <laughs> and I did. All of the side missions. Well, most. Well, 99% of them, pretty much. And then, uh, of course, I beat the game. I was so overpowered when I beat, when I beat the game. I was like, oh, that's the ball. <laughs> Smack them. We're done here. Well, the game was actually really easy. I liked the gameplay. 
That's yeah. the only part of the game that I liked. The story was so boring. I, yeah. I couldn't take it. And yeah, the, none of the characters really like yeah. wild me or anything. Uh, especially Sash, who, you know, Japan. He's a black guy with afro and a chicken in and his head. And a chicken in his head. But yeah, and he was like, yeah, he might as well be going like, now nah, y'all don't be going on that now, nah, y'all. That's pretty much what he was. Yeah. So, but outside He's of that, crazy kid. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had uh, Lightning, who they want to be the new Cloud, which yeah. didn't work out nope. as much as they wanted to. Nope. But you know, oh, and uh, didn't EA have a conference before on Sunday? Yeah, EA yes. had a conference, and, and Ubisoft as well. Yeah, so um, Ubisoft, all right, so the most important thing for me was Watch Dogs 2. I think we talked about that a little bit last week. Yeah. Now that I saw more into it, I'm kind of excited for it. I'm kind of on board, too. Yeah, and I hate the fact because Watch Dogs 1 is so boring. <laughs> it's so gray and boring. So my expectations went from nothing to about 5%. Yeah, it's more or less like, all right, if I see it on, because like Amazon does the whole, if you buy the game within like the first four weeks between pre-ordering it, and then two weeks after it comes out, you can get the game for like 50 bucks. Right. And of course it does next day shipping. So I was like, all right, I'm going from buying, I mean, like pretty much ignoring the game altogether to like, if I see it on Prime, maybe I'll consider it. I'll consider it. Uh, EA, I mean, what was the main thing for EA that, oh, Mass Effect. Yeah. Yeah. They also had um, sports games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They uh, look the same. As a friend of mine said, uh, FIFA is now FIFA Grand Theft Auto because <laughs> they have a story mode now. Yeah. I guess that was the oh, big thing. Well, let me update y'all because okay. I have played the story mode in uh, NBA 2K. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> that douchebag of a friend, uh, Victor Van Leer. Yeah. Pretty much Victor Van Leer. Like, they friend, friend of Freak. Yeah. Friend of yeah. Freak. That was the lamest thing ever. Uh, there were so many things that frustrated me. I'm sorry, Spike. I don't know why you did this. That stupid dance you do every time, like you get like you hit like two or three shots. His name was Frequency Vibrations. Think yeah. think about that. That's your, your name. Why would your nickname be Frequency Vibrations? Vibrations. And so like, man, that character is so unlikable. Like your friend Vic is so unlikable. Like the entire time. Like that one part where you're in the car with him and you're like going off on him because like he's spending your money. You done bailed him out of jail. You done spent like a quarter a quarter mil on him, mm-hmm. and like he's just like, yeah. I mean that's that's really messed up, uh, freak. Like that you got to do that for me. <laughs> but you know what I did for you? Remember when you killed somebody? <laughs> yeah, I was there. Remember, I took the I took the blame for you. Yeah, uh-huh. I took the blame for that death. Yeah, that, that random murder. That wasn't really your fault, <laughs> but it kind of happened. Yeah. So, mm. and then he killed himself by running <laughs> running away. And then he wrote the most like patting on the back oh, God. letter ever, where he's just like, "Yo, I'm sorry to what I did to you, man. Freak, I'm real sorry, man. I I know I could. I was maybe I was jealous because I could never be you. But the best thing I ever did." Was influence you? I was like, really? <laughs> oh, I didn't have a parent. I didn't have no father or father figure or anything. I had no friends. But y'all were my friends. I love y'all. Blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you sure didn't prove that. No. It was just, it was just a really bad story. Yeah. All of it. Oh, by the way, if you want to be anything other than African American in that game, good luck because your sister <laughs> is going to be, your family and your sister are all going to be black at all times. At all times. And you guys are twins. But hey, <laughs> so. And that's kind of how we feel from, for the most part. We have to play y'all games. Yeah, that's true. I make a black character. He just grow up in this white family. It's like, <laughs> how did this work? But yeah, last question. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was EA that did sports games. Big Whoop. Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft had South Park. 
Yes. So. So did you play the uh, Stick of Truth? Yes, beat it. It was short, but I loved it. Yeah, it was short, sweet, like straight to the point. Very mm-hmm. fun, funny game as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, very like ref- self-referential to like everything dealing with the South Park universe. But this one, man, they did not. They they immediately went to Kanye West. Uh, <laughs> him making that game for right. his mom, <laughs> and they had the whole little Civil War thing. Yes. Oh man, I'm actually really excited about that game. Yeah. By day one, comes out in December. Yep. You guys should really check it out. Uh, outside of that, they have Watch Dogs in South Park. Nothing really else from Ubisoft. No, yeah. Kind of disappointing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's about it. And then. Sony, oh, I think we, we already said games on deck. Yeah. God of War 4. Yeah, know. God of War 4. They Look. changed the way it looks a little bit. Like Now, I've never played a God of War game, but I've seen... What? I'm sorry. I, I'm just not interested in that gameplay because Devil May Cry is so much better. True. And Ninja Gaiden. Also true. But it's like kind of a mix of both because you don't get like the, the bloody... The, uh-huh. blood, the blood in like the Devil gore. May Cry. And you don't get like the... The awesome like combat system that you would end up in uh, Ninja Garden, mm. but it's a bit of a mixture of both. Right, like right. it's solid. Like I, I would definitely say you play God of War three. No, but it, they did look like they, it. It <laughs> turned into uh, <clears throat> Last of War. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> because of the, the the camera system. It's... Between Last of Us and like Tomb Raider, yeah. Sony had to like look at like their games, yes. even by like their own developer Naughty Dog, and it was just like. Yo, people really like these games when we add character to these people because normally Kratos is just a yelling, angry uh, killing, angry guy. Mm-hmm. And he's mostly unlikable because all he do is just yell. <laughs> like, I don't really mess with that. And even like Nathan Drake, they try to give Nathan Drake character. more of a character, but it's just like, ah, you, you still like to do that wisecracks when he kills brown people. So, mm-hmm. sorry, Nate. <laughs> I mean, the game is still very pretty and it's still very, very solid. I mean, I, I was talking more along the line of the gameplay because yeah, um, it got a war one through three. It was more often it was yeah, like it was the camera zoomed out yeah, and it was more pack and slash. This this looks, looks like, like they took the combat out of Uncharted or Last of Us and juiced it up a little bit. Yep, and that's it. Like I mean, I mean the the kill the kill at the end when they fought the, um, the troll or whatever thing was, yeah was, was was pretty epic. But I, I don't know if people are gonna like this new. Play style. Yeah, yeah. The moment I looked at it, I was very, I was very put off because I'm like, that's not how I, I mean, because I played the God of War games. I'm like, that's not how it normally looks or even like plays. So I mean, I'm I was taken aback at far, but I was like, what? Wait, got to give like the developer a chance to at least grow because you know you don't want them to make the exact same game over and over again, which we're going to actually. Uh, that's one of the things I'm most excited about. This one game that finally changed its ways. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, God of War, I'm ex- I'm interested in it. Mm-hmm. That's another one of those. I might wait till it's like forty bucks because God of War games are fairly short. Yeah, you could beat definitely. those in like eight or nine hours. Mm-hmm. That's that's a solid weekend. Like, I'll probably I might red box that. <laughs> but uh, back to Sony, they also had Crash Remastered. Yeah, yeah. So they do in Crash Bandicoot one, two, and three, and it worked right. And yeah, so I'm hyped for that because. Between you and me and everybody else there, <laughs> I've never beaten a crash game. I I have Crash One. Oh, I'm starting to question. I'm you sorry, like. man. I just never beat Crash One. I loved it. I played Crash Two and I played Crash Three, but I never put in the time to beat the game. Right. 
So I'm gonna buy this day one and beat all of them. Just prove it. Cause I was a little kid, man. Some of those games are hard. The Crash Bandicoot games? Papa was hard. Papa, whatever the dude is, the first boss. Was yeah. Hard. All right then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Sonic. I'm sorry. Kind of hard. Yeah. So uh, you know, Crash Bandicoot. There, it's a remake, so they're pretty much building the game all over again. Right. So it's not just like them going like, yo, here's like the the assets from like Crash Bandicoot one, two, three, and Ward, and we're just gonna high res it. Yeah, high res it, make it look pretty. No, they're actually gonna rebuild the game from the ground up. And it's not in the hands of Activision anymore. Thank, Thank God, because exactly. they gave him that stupid mohawk. <laughs> so they gave it back to Naughty Dog, and they're going to actually be doing the remaster, which I am perfectly fine with. Yeah. Yeah, because at <clears> first, <throat> I was like, if it ain't Naughty Dog, I ain't want it. Exactly. Keep me away from it. Pretty much. But yeah. Um, was there anything else from Sony? Yeah, they had... Um, Kojima-san. <laughs> Death Stranding. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea what the heck that I game no is. No one does, but I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, yo, they got back Kojima. They got Kojima, and they got Norman Radius, Reedus. Yep. Now the trailer Kojima can always make An amazing trailer That's Oh yeah That's what Kojima's Really famous for Yep Outside of his Cutscenes or what have you So Does anybody Do you, do you understand Anything that happened Not I'm really Guessing Like I just saw it I was like Man Child <laughs> Did he give birth To the child Right Why is he holding it Like that Sure let's What are those Five things doing Up in the sky I think it's It's supposed to be I'm guessing He's I'm, focusing on Those five Um those five necklaces and it was those five things and some, somehow that's supposed to come together but you know Kojima it's, yeah. it's not going to make sense until you play the game nope so <laughs> which is a-okay with me right it was a really good game though and they also showed Resident Evil 7 oof boy did you play the demo heck you know what I don't do four <laughs> games so and I saw that because that was when they like started unveiling the PlayStation VR stuff right and when I saw that I was just like yo is this, no, this going to be like Silent Hill Cause at first I thought, oh snap, they're gonna do PT. you know, yeah, PT. They're mm-hmm. gonna bring that on out, and they're gonna resurrect that. I was like, no, 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 that don't look, that don't look like that. Different art style. I think the reveal was the most exciting thing about that trailer because it's so different, which I enjoy. I, I, I like. Uh, granted, this is not a Sony exclusive. It's gonna be on all systems. Right. The VR thing is, which they shoot. I'll give it to that in a minute, but. It's a really good looking game. Uh, the demo was pretty cool. It, it did remind you uh, a lot about PT because there's different info, well, different conversations and things mm-hmm. you can get. Um, it's first person, of course. Um, the atmosphere is really creepy. Yeah, that's one reason why I like some games, like uh, definitely like Silent Hill 2, just mm-hmm. if that game oozes solid atmosphere, like the game don't even have to be like, uh, like jump scare crazy. If you bring out solid, uh, scary-looking like villains that you gotta fight, and an atmosphere that just that just screams like I don't know, like a Guillermo del Toro movie or something like that. Right. Yeah. No, I ain't playing it, but I'll I'll respect it. So so don't hate me, but I never beat Silent Hill too. Man, I, I mean I haven't either, but <laughs> I have it. Okay. I'm going to beat it eventually. Yeah. I beat Silent Hill 3. Okay. Yeah. As a child, beat, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I I'm never going back to playing those. I have to play Silent Hill 2. It, this is, it's a classic, so I have to do it. But back to Resident Evil 7 before I get sidetracked. Um, it's a really good looking game. Um, and that demo is not going to be in the full game. So I, I'm suggesting everyone who has PS4 to go download the demo and play it because it'll give you an experience you probably won't forget. Now, it's really short. Really, 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 really short. So don't expect PT levels of 
content. Mm-hmm. But it's a good teaser. Could this be the beginning of the uh, Cap comeback? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Because depending on how they do the story mode at the end of this month and uh, Ibuki for Street Fighter Five. Yeah. It could be on to something. Yeah, it could. They could be on to something. They could. Um, what was I about? To- oh, right. But back to Sony's conference. They also uh, released Days Gone, which... That was the uh, zombie? Yeah. All right. So I'm a little so-so on that one. I like... I kind of am too. A lot of people are really hype about it because of all the zombies and everything on the stream. All right. So the issue was that like in the opening trailer, it looked really cool because it, like, it was going to be like this, like this character building, like zombie game, mm-hmm. which I was going to be like, cool. I mean, you guys can hear it from me now. It sounds like I'm a dude that loves like... You know, caring about a character that I'm playing, I just don't want to be like strong muscle guy that's going to kill everything. Right, just, right. No. So um, it looked cool at first, and then when they showed it at the end, and they just like let the dude play for like ten minutes, I was just looking at the game. I was like, this looks a little repetitive. Like in ten minutes, the game looked repetitive. <laughs> I, I kind of agree on that. I see what they're doing. They're trying to push the system to new heights with Definitely. all them zombies on screen. There was too much going on, and they want the they want the game to look like. Basically, you have no hope. Yeah. Now, I like that part, but the combat is kind of iffy. The the shooting, it looked like it was shooting, right? I, I know it's a tech, it's a technical demo, so it's probably still in the early stages. But I don't, I'm not as hype as everybody else is. I'm yeah. kind of, well, we'll see what happens yep. on that game. Um, they shoot in VR way too much. They did. Um, Cause what was that? That was Final Fantasy they did in VR. Yeah, Batman. Batman, which I was like, okay. at first I was like, oh, new Batman game, <laughs> right? And then it was like, okay, like, mission. yeah, VR. I'm gonna hear a lot of Mark Hamill Talking. doing the Joker laugh. So right. I mean, this is gonna be cool. I guess. I right. guess the voice acting gonna be real solid, but Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. One mission. One mission in Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, of course, your favorite series in the world, Call of Duty. Why did that game <laughs> look so good? Well, Infinite Warfare, I didn't think it did. I think it looked, the remaster it did. It looked really good. I don't know. I, I just, first off, I, I can't get past all of the unrealistic things that are happening in that game. Yes, because he was in space and shooting. Yeah, shooting a lot. <laughs> and, and there like, were explosions. Yeah, and, and the I'm bullets like, were just firing fire. for distances. I was like, well, that's not how like space works, but, but that's fine. It's a video game, so I'm not about to sit here and put too much actual logic and physics into it. But that's what Call of Duty likes to do. So I was just, yeah. if that's what they're trying to show me to win me over, I'm still not sold on the Infinite Warfare thing. But the remaster did look really good. Oof. Yeah, Call of Duty 4. So if they sold me remastered and say, oh yeah, you get a free version of <laughs> Infinite Warfare with it. So if it was the other way. That's fine, right. Pretty well. I'm fine with that. But yeah. Um, outside of the VR, I think Sony had a solid conference. It wasn't mind blowing to me outside of the Spider Man thing. Yeah. Um, and that's why I said I think Xbox or Microsoft could have competed with it if they didn't True. release the information about both of those consoles. But to me, Sony won out of all three of the, the conferences. Uh, we'll touch on Nintendo in a minute, but I think Sony won. Yeah, I think Sony was like a maybe like an eight and a half out of ten for me. Uh, I'd say like an eight. Yeah. An eight. 7.58. Yep. And then last but not least, my my favorites. Nintendo. Yeah, so <laughs> Yeah, so they showed two games. Pokemon and Zelda. Yep, Pokemon Sun and Moon and Legend of Zelda Breath of Wind. 
So Pokemon is Pokemon basically. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah, it's people are gonna buy it. Yeah, that game's gonna sell like hotcakes. Uh that game's gonna make sure that the three DS doesn't die. Yep. Nintendo, y'all ain't gonna go broke because y'all got Nintendo in the back pocket. I mean, y'all got Pokemon in the back pocket. Forever. Just ready to play that trump card. Yep. And then Zelda. Now, bias aside, because. Yeah, we as talked you about know, this last week. Right? I'm not that big of a Zelda fan. It looks fine. It looks pretty good. Dog. I'm still not gonna play it. I will smile from ear to ear. That joke will see to shine and see over here. Boy, it looks, it looks really good. They did the. Uh, the um, the atmosphere is really good. It kind of reminds me of Skyrim. I'm also not the biggest Skyrim fan, but it kind of reminds me of Sky- put Link in Skyrim. It's really it's open yeah, world. and then it has the like their own right. like specific art style, which I, that's why I love these games. They like they have their own art style that usually can sometimes stand the test of time, except for like Twilight Princess because it went for a realistic look. Mm-hmm. But um, man, the first thing that I saw that the the player did when they control the main character Link, man, they jumped. <laughs> they pressed the button and he jumped. I was like, bruh. <laughs> you gotta buy it now because he this, this has never happened before. <laughs> not in the 30 years of this game, this He's franchise existed. button. Yeah, not except for like the Game Boy games. Yeah, let me correct that before people start calling Yeah, me. or start questioning my fandom. <laughs> yeah, he, he could jump in uh, Legend of Zelda uh, mm-hmm. Link's Awakening DX on the Game Boy. Right. I remember that. Yeah, with the stupid feather. But uh, yeah, he jumped. He can collect different weapons. Like, it was, it's a modern Zelda game. Like, they modernized the game. They actually made it change some. And I was just sitting there like, oh, my God. This, I, this, They did what I thought they would never do. And they kind of humbled themselves on it. And they were just like, yeah, he could pick up all these different weapons. He could do uh, stealth. Uh, of course, he can go front end and just go ahead and attack everybody. That's actually the thing that most impressed me was the stealth thing. I don't know if Zelda's ever had stealth. I mean, they had the whole, like, when he tried to sneak into the... Uh, the castle when they play like the little corny music in the background, but it's not like a uh, actual stealth. No, thing. So yeah, nothing like Metal Gear Solid. That Nintendo is trying to push the envelope for that character. Yeah. So I respect that because some people, a lot of consoles, and I mean not a lot of consoles, a lot of companies and developers get so stuck in their ways they think if it's not broke they don't fix it and it becomes stale really quickly. So Zelda hasn't been out in a long time, right? So they're trying to. Basically, in a way, rejuvenate the series by reinventing the character. Yeah, make sure it could uh, attract some of the, I guess, some of the <clears throat> hardcore people, quote unquote, hardcore gamers. Yeah. So because they always tend to think that you know Nintendo games are only for like children. Yeah. So that's what I thought. Yeah, but if you play like a, if you play like the last level of Super Mario, what's that? Galaxy Two. Yeah. Holla. At uh, or if you play the last level on a Super Mario 3D World on the Wii U. That level took me two and a half hours to beat. Two and a half hours? Two and a half hours, because it's just me dying over and over and over and over and over and over again. But, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they, they showed you how many times you died, too, and it felt, I felt stupid. <laughs> I felt so inadequate. But, yeah. <laughs> did they show a Mario game? I don't think they did. Nope, they didn't. That, that was all they showed. All right, and really? then they talked a little bit about the Ninex, which is probably coming out next year. Yeah, well, they said it's March of next year. So... That should be interesting. I'm now I'm curious about these new consoles coming from Sony and Microsoft, and now I'm wondering how powerful is the NX, the NX in like respect to the others. Yeah, when those come out. But yeah, I think that that about does it for E3 because we about to go into some sports. Yeah, so I think we're gonna go ahead and take a break here. We're gonna go into some sports discussion, talk about everything that happened, mm-hmm. most of what happened this week, and. 
we're gonna preview tonight uh, and why my nerves are on edge. I just want it to be over already. Yep, we'll be right back <laughs> with Passive Sticks on Oso Radio. Sticks on Oso Radio. Oh, yeah, I should also throw out the number. Uh, if you guys have any questions, uh, concerns, you want to say happy Father's Day to your dad or any man in your life, go ahead and give us a call at 313 729 3258. Once again, that's 313 
Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, let's talk about this most recent week in uh, basketball tomfoolery. Uh, it was uh, interesting because we had, what, both got game five and six? Yep. That was game five was on Monday. Game six on Thursday. It was on Thursday, which I think benefited the Cavaliers more, like that rest. Yeah, definitely. It benefited them so much. And so, yeah, game five was – Eerily close because I thought that that was going to be one of that one of those games once again where Cleveland was going to be up. I would say maybe about five or six points and then like just lose it. Yeah, just lose it and just the Warriors going to do the Warriors thing. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. Yeah, and Kyrie decided I'm a good player now and <laughs> decided to score. Kyrie for and LeBron played they butts off in Game Five. That was like one of those. We're going to look back and you're going to be like, hey, yo. I mean, if the Cavaliers win this series, that's going to be one of those games where we just be like, yo, that's one of those. Game change. The yeah. That's series like, changer. Yeah, like one of those all-time performances that we're going to talk about in like 10 years or so or whenever Kyrie is actually retired. Right. Uh, game five was – that was all Golden State's fault. They didn't come out with any type of fire at all. They, um, they seemed confused a lot because they were – I guess they weren't used to playing without Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. They lost one of their big men. I think that's the when they actually lost. The most important thing happened. They lost Andrew Bogut for the for the finals. Was that good old Jr. that did that? Yeah, good old my Jason. man, Dirty Jr. My man, he didn't do much this series, <laughs> but he did the one important thing. And that's when they lost him when Bogut went out because it was pretty close the entire it was. Uh, entire game, and then Bogut went down and and then the whole Kyrie game was just cooking everybody. Man, it was like stopped. it was like Curry. What you gonna do in front of you, little? You you about as little as me. I'm gonna score you. Clay Thompson, who's a very, I think he's probably the second best like defender. shooting guard defender, like behind like Jimmy Butler. Uh-huh. Yeah, cooking Clay, cooking Clay. Uh, he was just going to the rack. He was like, all right, so you got, well, it wasn't Draymond, but you got Iggy, and you got we got Clay down here. Fine, I'll I'll score on both. And then LeBron had confidence in his jump. Like I know, right? It was odd because for the first four games this series, <laughs> he had no, no faith. Like he was doing, yeah, he was shooting that ball. He was already running back to the other side of that court to, go, <laughs> to be ready on transition defense. Yeah, that Kuroko, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that Kuroko. But what I'm saying, I, that's the only way they're going to win this series is if LeBron has faith in the jump. I think I said that last series. Yeah, and I guess he hurt me because <laughs> he started. Playing out of his mind. Yeah, because he went but, like three for six from three. Right. Yeah. He was hitting like all of his mid-range jumpers too. I was like, go ahead, brother. And Steph and Clay didn't play well at all in game five again. Again. Um they decided to play well in game six, but we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah. in game five, they just decided not to show up. And I don't I don't know what was what was the problem with that. that. I've been saying it like we had raised the question last week. Is there a real unanimous best player in the league, or is it just uh, you know, there's like there's top there's this top three of LeBron, Steph, and probably KD. Right, And we just you know we have the debate every year like so who's the best between these three? Because mm-hmm. right now, LeBron's playing LeBron better, dog. <laughs> like when I was watching game five and six, I was like, he better. He kind of he just better than both of these dudes. He was playing a lot better than he, he normally does. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't I don't know what happened to Golden State. They had no fire when they came out of that game. None. They seemed pretty timid. We hopefully that changes for them if they want to for this game if they want to win. But no, there's so much pressure on them. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's pressure because I think they're fired up. You can't lose on your home court after being up three games to one. You can't. That's true. Like and going seventy three or nine this season, 
Yeah, it's a lot you of can't lose. Like, whew. But I think they're fired up too because of what Steph. I mean, what Steph did. Yeah. In Game Six, and what Steve Kerr said. So nothing really interesting happened in Game Five outside of them losing and Bogut going down for the rest of the season uh, finals, which hurts them a lot because that's pretty much a lot of their interior defense is gone. But yeah, LeBron's just gonna be looking at that basket <laughs> like it's a dang meal or something. But if Steve Kerr is smart, which he's proven time and time again, he will start Zeely. Well, the thing is that like a lot of the stats pointed to that. Putting Draymond at the five or at the center position was the was the best thing. I think they were like a plus fifty three for the year mm-hmm. when Draymond started at the five, and so they tried that. Yeah, so they tried that during the week. I mean, during that game, and we see what happened. And we have a call coming in. Go ahead and answer that right quick. Oh yeah, how's it going? Uh, this is Fonz here on uh, Pass the Sticks. Hi. Um. Oh God, it's a little hard to hear. This is Brittany. How's it going? I can't hear it at all. Oh, she can't hear it at all. Oh, yeah. How's it going? Um, smooth. I'm listening to the show, and I don't know if, like, we skipped over this, but how are you guys feeling about that Injustice 2? I forgot all about that. <laughs> that game. Oh, wow. It looks the same <laughs> as the old one. <laughs> it looks exactly the same. Now, I've been hearing through the grapevine about the characters they're gonna add. I heard that they would yeah. they would add Red Hood. Right. I heard they would add Swamp Thing, uh, Poison Ivy. Yeah, I saw Supergirl. Supergirl. Oh, she's gonna be so ridiculous. Uh, they would also add um, a couple more characters. I'm still waiting for the real reveal of Static, and I'll play it if they feel Static. <laughs> Outside of that, I'll, I'm a co-sign that one. If you get a Static Shock, then. Uh, I'll oh, be here for yeah. it. I'll be here for it. How do, how do you feel about the, the new gameplay, Miss Brittany? Um, I'm not going to lie. It looks really similar. And, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, it's not completely... I don't know. The learning curve is going to be kind of similar. So, for competitive fighters, I don't know. I think it's dope. I'm a little worried about that, like, gear system, though. Gear system, you guys hear about that? Gear system reminds me of... Uh, Cross Tekken's gym system. You remember that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Cross Tekken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I don't really have a lot of faith in NRS oh, for God. innovating that, considering their history. Yeah. So, best thing I can say about that is the wait and tail approach. But we'll see. But appreciate your call. Thanks for calling in. Have a good one. No, no problem. I love the show, guys. Thanks. Thanks. All right, so we can go on to yeah we're talking about basketball again. Um, game six. Game, yeah, so game six. Quick wrap up on that because yeah we got some previews to do. So game six happened and Draymond Green is back and everyone thought well this is going to be it. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. So they Cleveland started the game off on fire, Woo. which they always do at home. Man, and go to state. Was hanging in there flat? No, that they, first half the they fir- were flat. They were flat, but they were hanging. It wasn't. It was. I think it got as high as twenty, but they brought it down within eight, and they brought it down within ten. I think it was within eight on the second yeah, half. But then every single time it got to like eight, maybe ten, six points. I remember a couple of times it came down to six points. Kyrie or LeBron. That's you know that's not what happened. <laughs> you know exactly what happened every time. Are you one of these NBA conspiracies? No, I, I'm not. Okay. But I'm saying. Oh, I'm. Thank you. I'm just. No. I've been, I think. The last I think four days. I've been mad. No, I think the referees are biased to home teams. 
But that's I think obvious. I think that's for every team in the league. I don't think yeah. that's just for the finals. But they, I don't know if they're dumb. I don't want to say this about the referees, but it was that was a really bad officiating. It was really bad. I mean, on Aisha both Curry, sides, Aisha Curry on both agrees sides, with right? On both sides, but it was really in favor of Cleveland next game. There is no reason why Golden State could play had to play basically off the ball because they couldn't get physical with them at all or you get a foul. Cleveland, on the hand, got away with everything. Now, I don't know if they were smart. It, we, since we can see it on TV, right? I don't know if they were smart with hiding it. Yeah, we, got, yeah, we got the people of seeing it from like right. different camera views. So, I think in the future, maybe the NBA should implement replays for a little bit more calls yeah. than just, you know, who touched the ball last and things like that. Right. But... That's besides the point. They got away with a lot. I mean, Kyrie would shove Steph Curry into, <laughs> into LeBron off screens, and Tristan was... Tristan was throwing <laughs> some dirty elbows. Down elbows there. all yeah. over the place, yeah. all type of legal screens, yeah. everything. Now, normally that's Bogus' job, and Draymond Green's job, but they couldn't yeah. get away with it. So, <laughs> so, which is so which good to watch. That, so that it was, karma come back. So yeah. it, that was fun. But the thing that I say is, every time they got within six or eight... Steph would get called for a ridiculous foul. I mean, you could blame it on that, I guess. I, I, I mean, the momentum stopped. Now, Steph, Steph he, got, he got four really bad fouls. Really bad. Calls. He was just playing really bad. Now, one, one, one thing that almost that stopped the momentum too that I blame Steph for was he took this ridiculous sixty-foot jumper. Yep. When they, <laughs> when they were within six. Yep. And that stopped all momentum they had. And yep. I was like, uh, why, Steph? Now, if he had made it, yeah, okay, but yeah, that that was a dumb decision. Don't forget about the highlight, the other highlight of Game Six, um, the no look alley oop that Jr. Smith tossed up. Uh, Jr. just threw it up there. Yeah. I don't even believe he looked. I don't even think he knew how fast. But LeBron, LeBron's gonna be LeBron. Yep, it was, forty. Man, it was yeah, it was forty-one, eight and twelve. Yeah, yeah, he almost had triple doubles. So. Yep, LeBron put in work. This put is, in work. I don't is, see how y'all can deny him that he's not putting in work. Right. So like I saw people going like, "Yeah, he's he not doing that good." It's like, yeah. no, but he didn't even have that many free throws in Game Six. He didn't. It was everyone else. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, because they kept on following Tristan Thompson too. They they were doing a hack of Trish. Yeah. And I was getting on my nerves because we know this dude is sorry at the line. <laughs> like he don't even know what hand to use. You know who impressed me a lot on Golden State? Verajal. Because when he got in the game, the game changed. Which is weird because <laughs> you don't do be that. Press to flop. All right, he is so pressed to flop because you can't even lay a hand on him. And he 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 kind of changed it towards go to state side. But yeah, he did. They lost it a lot at the end. But back to the foul calls and stuff. I don't know what that was. Yeah, so I'm I, not thought, gonna... I thought the the fifth foul on him was bad. Was worse than the sixth one. Definitely. I thought the sixth one. I was wondering like, what the heck are you reaching for, bro? Like, you know they're gonna call the foul on you. But LeBron elbowed him in the back and he got the foul. Yeah. So. I was mad too. I was like, he got elbowed in the back, but that's fine. At that point, I think the game was over. Mm-hmm. But even still, like you didn't need to call that. Now the fifth foul was when the momentum just completely, completely stopped. Completely stopped. Golden State was on a comeback because they have amazing shooters, and Clay yep. decided to start hitting because he always plays in the second half for whatever reason. I told y'all about Clay. <laughs> I told y'all so about he that just man. Start hitting ridiculous shots, and then Steph started hitting his normal ridiculous shots. Yeah. And so they were down eight. Well, yeah, so you know what also happened? So, like, because for a while they had Kyrie defending Steph, and then Steph started hitting those jumpers. They threw LeBron on Steph. Right. It was like, yeah, you stand in front of him and make sure uh, when you switch switch over to Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson was low-key really defending, like, across the board very well. You know, like, the fouls aside that weren't called. But 
Uh, oh yeah, like LeBron and Tristan Thompson, they just had length on Steph, so they make him do he made very him difficult. Drive. Yeah, they made yeah. him do very difficult layups as well. So even if he did get past one, the other one was definitely there just waiting. Now he made some of them because yeah, he he's just an amazing player, but it, it definitely took away that three point area, yep. which was cool. Which and is that, what he wants. And then, but that's when Clay Thompson came out of nowhere and said, oh, "I want to play now." Yeah, <laughs> started scoring. So on the, on the verge of their comeback, uh, Kyrie, you know. Started dribbling, whatever, you know, just trying to cross Steph. Steph, for the first time in his life, <laughs> was able to stay in front of Kyrie. Yeah, for the first time. <laughs> and then stripped him clean. Yeah. And there was no one else in front of him, and they called a foul. Now, what the announcers were saying is that beforehand, the rest let a foul go. Yeah, so it could have been a makeup call. A makeup call? That's, you sh- no. You should, I mean, that's probably the reason that happened. Yeah. But you, sh- you should never do that. Especially an NBA Finals game that close. That was a terrible call. And then LeBron, of course, flopped at the end and got that game six. I mean, got uh, Steph's six foul. Yep. But, you know, LeBron's perfect at flopping. He I'm, is. That's, I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm not even about to sit here and deny it. But, uh, You're going to sit here and tell me that Steph's little <laughs> little 150 pounds. No, so. you got to get that man out the <laughs> And then Steph. Hold and on, then he told on him. And then he told him he for the tech. No, he did. For the tech. No, he did. Yes, he, 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 did. he looked at the ref. He, he was like, did. you just going to let this happen? No, he didn't even do all. All he did was just point. That's all That's, he did. You know, you know LeBron likes to tell. He's a tattletale. When was the other time you tattled told? Cause like, Draymond. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, I don't. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't like Draymond talking stuff about me. Hey. I, I don't watch the interview. He um, didn't tell him. He did tell. He did tell him. Mm-mm. Yeah, he did. All he did was say like, "Me and Draymond. Draymond said some things I didn't agree with. A, we just hashed it out on the court. Grown, that was all. He's he said. a grown man. That's all he said. But the funny thing was when uh, Draymond said, called him, called him uh, the B word, and then LeBron told him like, I guess while they were standing in the game, he was just like, "Man, I got a wife and three kids." He was like, "And you still a B?" <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah's hilarious. Yeah, he's hilarious. Uh, I hope Dante Jones get in the game. Just oh my God, I can. Now Cleveland's bench decided to show up that one game. Yeah, Dante Jones had six points immediately. That yep. stopped that. That stopped one of their comebacks too. Yeah, it did. He, he hit uh, and one and hit the free throw and mm-hmm. then stole the ball again and got another dunk. And I was confused. He hasn't played all game. Like you know who LeBron probably missed from the Miami Heat though? Right. Udonis Haslam. Yeah. yeah. You know what happened was like, hey, y'all, I got six files. I'm going to use them. <laughs> All, of them. All of them. And like, because I remember in the, uh, was it the last Heat Pacer series when they were going against each other? Mm-hmm. And like, uh, Lance Stevenson was like, Olive in LeBron's ear, of course, you know, blowing in his ear and whatnot. And like, you could see behind him. That you you don't have like I'm gonna f you up <laughs> and like yeah that's that's what you need every you need team need that goon yeah every team need the goon right so did Kevin Love play he did play he did but trash right yeah so trash that also is what's changed the series Kevin Love not being in the game and yeah. that's really you know because <laughs> Kevin Love got three quick fouls and they played trash. way better so much better I, I was like <laughs> so we if for the Golden State fans. You guys want Kevin Love to stay in the game. Yeah, you do. You want him. You to actually stay in the want game. to leave him open because open all the time. Yeah, just because he's he can't rebound for Jack. Cannot. He can't do nothing. And he's a there. defensive liability. Yeah, because when Jefferson came in or when uh, Tristan came in, way better. The team looks really good just without way him. better. So I think Love might be on a trading block. Yeah, well, I mean they're already because you know the New York Knicks are already trying, always trying to get somebody. Yeah, but you know who would love Kevin Love, man, Boston. You know, they've been looking for Larry Bird since Larry Bird was laying <laughs> on that ground. That's true. They have been looking for Larry. You know, Boston has a lot of cap space. They can make some good 
some good decisions. I heard they was trying to get Paul George too. Yeah, and yeah, which would be interesting. Yeah, because Brad Stevens as like I don't think there's really too many coaches in the league that are like amazing coaches. I think like they're all just there to like you know like manage the just, players right. pretty much. But like some people like Brad Stevens. I kind of appreciate Steve Kerr, what he did with the Warriors, but it kind of still looked like he don't manage them because actually, I don't know if you remember in game six towards the end of that game, of course, Steph was kicked out of the game. Right. Clay started walking out. Like, he did. With, like two minutes left. And I was just like, whoa, where where we do this at? I think that's... You sit you sit your butt down. You take that ass. <laughs> like, that's what I think Steve... That's why I think Steve Kerr went off on the refs after the end to fire his team up because he... He accepted the fine. And you know, yeah. with basketball, if you see your coach behind you and agreeing with your star player, because Steph was upset, and thank God he didn't get suspended because I probably wouldn't be watching today's game. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want him suspended. Another, that, I did want that him. That would have been ridiculous. I wanted him and his wife fined for. He didn't do. He should have been fined for what he was. For the toss. Right. Yeah. I, his wife, she's got to be smarter because I don't. You, she has to understand that she is a professional basketball player's wife, right. so everything she says is under the microscope. Yeah, so I had to explain that because I had to go like out of my way to make sure I don't sound like a misogynist or anything like that. Uh-huh. Because like a lot of people, are, you know, like Stephen A. Smith, are really going like, "Yo, know your place, woman. Sit down, well, be quiet." And I'm like, "I don't. Hey, 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 Stephen A. Chill out with all that. Like, and I brought the point why she shouldn't have said anything. It wasn't because like she should." Quote unquote, know her place is right. more or less like she's a part of something bigger right now. She's a part of the Curry brand, which is exactly. the brand of the NBA right now. So you can't say stuff like the NBA is rigged if your brand <laughs> is directly benefiting exactly. from said brand. It's, it's, she's trying to lo- make him lose all his sponsors. That she honestly, at this point, if I was her, I would delete her. Tw- I would delete my Twitter. Yeah, um, because I like Alicia, Alicia Carter, yeah. Curry, excuse me, but she did something that I don't believe any NBA wife has done. No, and that's criticized the league, league and the oh, refs. and the refs, and then make that a horrible claim. Now, granted, every I'm sure every professional league has some type of workings in the back that favors towards some some team or whatever. Right. We all know right, that. Right. But I'm not saying that it's a conspiracy theory because they already have their money. Yeah. So, so it's like they so right. Like Jamel Hill put it out there like the NBA has made their money off right. the television companies. There's like, no other more there's no more money they yeah. can get. If anything, they would have <laughs> lost money if the game would have ended in four. Exactly. Yeah. And they would have lost money they definitely would have lost money if Curry got it suspended. Right. So, so so was, they're not stupid. Right. So like, here's my issue about when like a lot of conspiracy theorists are saying like the NBA is rigged, and here's how the NBA is not rigged because a lot of people are just pretty stupid. No, I don't know about the David Stern era. I mean, I don't think the NBA is rigged because of two things. Two teams are trash right now. That would that's the biggest team that would be the biggest teams right now the for Lakers their market. The Lakers and the Knicks. The Lakers and the Knicks. How are they garbage? Like, how are the Knicks not won a title since the disco era then? If the or, at least been, or at least been good yeah. because they were good after Patrick Ewing trash. They made the playoffs. A couple I, mean, I mean, of course that's because Larry Brown's greatness. Yeah. But I mean, they had the Stephon Marby Marbury try. Um, of course, they had the Trail uh, who couldn't who wasn't sticking around because no, that was when he was in Minnesota. We uh, he wasn't sticking around because they wasn't giving him enough money for his kids. And then the Lakers got away with a lot of. 
that's why I said it's not the. I don't know if the David Stern era wasn't. I don't know because I do feel like a lot of teams were more favorited in that era because especially with the Lakers getting away with that ridiculous trade, getting Paul Gasol. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, well, y'all got benefited from it. I mean, y'all got directly benefited from that. Oh, Detroit? No. Or no, Kobe. Of course, Kobe. Of course, I'm not. I will never. <laughs> I will never hate David Stern just for that reason. But I'm right. saying <laughs> he contributed to y'all with like three titles. Then if y'all some conspiracy theories, I'm, I'm just saying y'all beating the Kings. I'm saying, oh, uh, yeah. Between y'all beating, the I Kings. know 2002 something was wrong with that. But yeah. I, I'm not going back to that series. I definitely understand that there were some things that shouldn't have happened in that series, especially that last game. But I'm a Kobe fan, so I don't care. <laughs> so, just, well, basically, people so, need to admit that. that I, I, I think that game was something was wrong with it. I thought it was it wasn't ref the best way. Yeah, but like we could say that about every single game if we sit there and watch it long enough. Mm, certain games, like that one. I don't remember the last time I actually said like watched the game because this this series has been physical the entire time. Yeah, um, and I don't remember the last time I've like watched. A basketball game, and I was like, yeah, I agree with the refs 100. percent It's just this series. I never will, and that's good. that's across all sports. Yeah. Umpires of baseball, but no, nah, that's a strike. He should have been struck out, or you calling that a strike? No, nah, that was a ball. No, nah, you're not gonna agree with them. Uh, football, you're part, no one knows what a catch is still. <laughs> so for the life of us, <laughs> that's true. For the life of us, like yeah, no one knows what a catch is in, in football. So. Like, none of these sports. You're going to complain about the referees across sports unless you're in tennis because tennis seems to get it right. So they use cameras right. to go like, oh, that ball is actually inbounds. So. It's just that this series, it hasn't just been ref badly for one game. I think these are just bad referees, honestly, because this whole series has been, wow. It's been physical. <laughs> it's been physical. It's been physical. Don't get me wrong. I like that part. It's just, like, you saw that, right, ref? You were there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. I just think these are just bad referees. I have, I don't think it's trying to favor either either or team. They're just, just bad regardless. They're just, yeah. just bad referees. They're neutrally bad <laughs> right. referees. Bad all across. That's why I think this. I can agree to that. This has been one of the worst games seven. I mean seven game series I've ever seen because it's, every game's been a blowout. It's either been a blowout or yes, yeah. within like. If it, I don't think the play the players really had control of this series. On I still think they did. It was just that and the only thing I think it was the only time I think. That happened was in game four. Yeah, game four. Yeah. Yeah, because that was the one with the Warriors one on the road. Somehow. And you came back, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give him that game four, definitely. Um, I thought games, I mean, despite Cleveland getting blown out game one and two, I thought um, game one and two was fine. Because like, Golden State got away with a lot of stuff, too. They always get away with a lot of stuff, and I expect that, though. I just go in going, like, all right, they're going to do their moving screens, they're going to do this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're going to do whatever they can to make sure they separate. And the referees are going to more or less just, like, turn a blind eye to it. And then, yeah, Steph and Clay are just going to go, like, five for eight right now. All right, bro. From three. And just make me upset. <laughs> right, so, yeah, while we're winding down, so what's your, because uh, today's game seven? I have no idea. So, I know at first you said, like, you were talking about sweep. I, it should have been. Five games. And then things happened. <laughs> there was a lot of injuries. Bogut really hurt them because I think they would have won in game five. Yeah. Bogut was still in the game. I still don't. I know Iggy, uh, Andre Iguodala saying that he's fine. Nah, backs don't just get healthy. 
Like, I, think, I don't think Kirk like should have played him as much as he did. No, yeah. I think he should have saved him for this because he saw the game was going the other way. And yeah. I think he honestly did that. I think I that was a bad for Iggy watching the, some of that game. I was like, because he was walk. It was bad. Oof. I mean, he's tough. He's tough. He's tough, which is now way more to say for myself because <laughs> you couldn't get me in work with like a, a back spasm. Right. I was like, nah, all in every day. <laughs> now, Felt that when I woke up. If Golden State wins, who do you think would be the MVP? It's probably going to be Steph because Steph, despite being tossed out of game six. Played well. I don't think he played well. He had enough points. He had 30. Yeah. I still I can't tell you, like, was it a good 30, though? Because, like, was it a 30 that really meant something? It did when he was in, except the yeah. last file. Yeah. Like, because he still, when I look at game six, I'm like, hey, he didn't really play all that. And then I look up at the box score, I'm like, he had 30? <laughs> okay. And then he played with a lot of heart. I will give him that. Game six. He was really aggressive despite the fouls. Yeah. So he was trying to play defense. It's just that unfortunately the referees were his whistle weren't the whistles weren't going his way that game. Yeah. So it, it, but if Draymond has an impact. Dr- Draymond was terrible game six. He wasn't even noticeable. LeBron just kinda think got into his head. Yeah. Uh he saw him to both of them. Uh happy Father's Day to uh <laughs> Steph Curry and Dre Mockery. Uh, <laughs> he did son son both of Steph. Them. Now what I was mad about that play, I appreciate the mess talk, but anybody else in the league would have got a tech. Yeah, I felt like he should have got a tech. <laughs> so, but I was, I was like, like hey, hey, he got away with that one. Talk to him. He waited. He did, like, son. He was just. He waited. <laughs> and for both of them. And he was like, wow. He waited for Steph to go off for that layup because Steph pumped. He was just like, I can't do it. He was like, I got to throw a something because he probably been three seconds in yeah. the key. And uh, yeah, and LeBron just blocked that, threw it out of bounds. He even jumped. He just. Yeah, he was just like, smack. Like, yeah, it was just like you're a little fella. Yeah, your <laughs> shoe was terrible, dog. It, it was messed up. But I don't know. And if Cleveland wins, I don't even know if LeBron would win Finals MVP because Kyrie's been playing out of his mind too. Oh, they're gonna give it to LeBron. No, like, it depends on how this game say, goes. If you want to say the NBA is rigged in that case, then fine. Like if he has like another one of those, if he even throws up 27. No, True. That's true. That is true. He is top. He is. Yeah, he's top of first in rebounds, but he's first in points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks. Okay. Yeah. He's he's having an all-time. I don't. But I don't. NBA I don't, performance I'm, these last two and a half games. Right. The reason I'm saying that is because LeBron is going to be LeBron regardless. But yeah. if Kyrie didn't show up, they Which would is, be down. Yeah. Or well, the game would be serious be over. It's just the case of where uh, we all thought that Pogasol should have been MVP. For the last game seven? Yeah. yeah. For he, when I, he, I think. When they bailed out Kobe. As much as I love Kobe, and I think Kobe is the greatest since Jordan, I think Paul should have won finals MVP. Now, let me tell you about the pop-off that I'm going to have on both <laughs> Facebook and Twitter I will. and this show next week. <laughs> I'm going to be insufferable if, Cap, if Cleveland wins. I'm going to be, like, adding all of y'all that I've just been silent on on Facebook and Twitter. I've been quiet. I've just been like, nope. If they win this, I'm getting all of y'all. I'm adding all of y'all. I'm LeBron facing all of y'all. I'm getting that Michael Jordan cry face on all of y'all. Everybody. Everybody. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I, they I all guess getting might, it. But guess you guys don't be surprised if the Warriors win by 20. <laughs> nope. I won't be surprised either or, honestly. Yeah. Nothing just, surprises me in this series at this point. If... It's just that I don't want to hear 
Only reason I'm kind of favoring Golden State for this game is because I don't want to hear Kobe Brian, LeBron stands singing, oh, my God, he's the best, amazing ever. I'm like, oh, yep. my God. Yep. I'm going there. <laughs> he's not. I'm going there next three week. Three and five. I'm, three I'm and going four. there next week. He'll still be three and four. I'm going to go there next week. He'll still be three and four. He better. He better than who? Kobe? Kobe. How? Better. Explain that. He not even a scorer. He, he had, to, he had to leave. Average. He had to leave two teams. He got a better scoring average than he had, Kobe. He had and he to don't leave. Got that good of a jump. He had to leave two teams, and he plays in a weaker conference. Best all around player ever. No. Mm-hmm. Nope. His no. Yep. No. How can how can you say that? How can you sit here and say that when LeBron? Look at the numbers. I am looking at the numbers. You think he's better than Jordan? No. Oh, no. You say I don't all around player ever. I mean, Jordan's not the best rebounder or passer ever. I'm LeBron is not the best. Player. All-around player to me. Uh, I mean, best we've seen like the last twenty plus years, probably. Well, not tw- not no, not twenty plus years. I can't think of too many players that's been better at all of the things across the board. His defense is overrated. Really? Yes. He's, I don't say now it is. He's a good chase down blocker. I don't say now it is. He's but always been overrated to me. I thought like that. They, Except that one year in twenty twelve. Yeah, no, well, 2012 was a magical year. <laughs> 2012 was so magical, man. But at the same time, Kobe had that same type of year. Yeah. He just didn't win MVP. Yeah. yeah. Next week, if, if if Cleveland wins, man, hashtag somewhere LeBron. If Cleveland wins, I'm not going to be on the show saying that. I'm buying me a pair of LeBrons next week. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dog, it's going to be a party. If, if, I've been waiting, man. If Golden State wins, you should buy them terrible-looking curries. You should. Y'all should. I'm not going to buy that. If y'all curry fans out there. I refuse. Those things look terrible. Buy them curry two lows. The middle of the Grinch. I, I'd rather buy the Grinch shoes than Grinch Kobe's. <laughs> those Grinch Kobe's that came out at Christmas. Yeah. I'd rather buy those than those trash. Oh, my God. If, uh, so, we only got a few of this left before we go. All right. I don't know if you remember, like a couple weeks ago, I've been talking about at what point were we going to get the heel turn at, in wrestling terms? For like, Golden State? No, nah, for, for Steph Curry. And it's happening. Yeah. It, between the shoes and his wife. It is happening. And it's not and even he, his fault. Because that was that what he did when he shook the, the fan's hand and apologized for that. I don't think I've ever seen any player do that. Nah. And he's still the bad guy in this situation. Mm-hmm. It's not his fault. <laughs> That's the bad thing. And if he it. lose, oh my god, woo. he's gonna get slaughtered. Woo. Boy, this is gonna be fun. Now, if Cleveland loses, hey. LeBron is gonna be trampled on. <laughs> he's I'm gonna, gonna just turn off my <laughs> Facebook, my Twitter. I'm gonna just walk he, away from my computer. He is gonna be trampled on. Yeah. I don't think he'll be able to show his face. Mm. Yeah, because he'll be what two and four, two and five, two and five, two and five. He'll be two and five in the finals. He have went to what six yeah. straight now and lost all of them. Well, he lost lost four, four of them. Yeah, because it was still like because he had to leave Miami to, to come. To yeah, that's always going to be. But if he record. wins that first title for Cleveland since 1964, oh my God, Cleveland's such a horrible city. I would have oh. been happy if he just stayed in Miami. No, if he win this title for him though. Yeah, this is gonna mean so much more for the NBA too, man. That that dude's thirty for thirty is gonna be so lit. Dog. Oh my God, do not want to see that. Come on, go to state. I just changed. I changed my mind. Go to state, win. Go to state, win, please. That's so much. That's I space. do not want Cleveland to get anything <laughs> ever. I don't want Ohio. The city of Ohio already says Ohio State. That's all they need. Ugh. <laughs> that's all they need is Ohio State. Yeah. I don't need Cleveland Indians or the Cleveland Cavaliers winning anything. Michael Jordan, come back, please. 
Sub in for Clay Thompson and <laughs> hit the game winning shot. <laughs> I, yeah, I would throw up my hands so so hot. So yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. This has been a uh, Pass Sticks on Oso Radio. Just want to say once again, Happy Father's Day to all out there, especially to my dad, uh, Alfonso Carlton Senior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm from the junior. junior but yeah, man. shout out to all the uh, men and family, Carl. Let's see, I want to say Rudy, Mo, uh, Jerry. Oh boy. I know I'm going to start forgetting names, which I probably already have, but yeah, you guys yeah, definitely done a lot for me in my 26 years of existence now. Definitely appreciate it. I'd also like to say shout out to my father, Wendell Fleming Sr. I am a second, instead of a junior. Appreciate you. Love you, man. Uh, shout out to my brother. He also has two beautiful daughters. Oh, nice. uh, My uncles and my cousins. Everybody who's a father today. And just fathers all around the world. This is yeah. our day or your day. So celebrate it because you made it. it. Exactly. Yep. Guys doing a good job. Yep. And that'll do it for past sticks. That's um, Wendell. Yep. Thanks, Lo, once again for uh, awesome production work. You you pulled it together right at the last second. <laughs> yeah. Windows 10. Yep. Clutch, clutch. <laughs> I'll do it for Fonz here. And we out of here. Peace. Later.